Chuck, what the what the hell is that? What is what? What did the we shirt? just hear? Oh, what did we just hear? I yeah. thought you were complimenting my shirt. Well, no, you're wearing a white t-shirt. Why would I? It, I mean, it's fine. Well, it's Hanes. Oh, look who we got our Hanes on now. Yeah, they have their Hanes on me. Chuck, stop t- changing the subject. What was that? <laughs> that was the... We didn't... Bill, Chuck? here's what happened. I went I went over your helmet. I made an executive decision. Ooh. And I said the new official theme of Foolish Podcast is going to be this. And that's what it is. That is the new theme of Foolish the Podcast. I I I, uh, I got a new audio production software, and I got myself a little MIDI keyboard and some cool synth effects, and uh, I figured, you know what I'm going to do? My first project is going to be writing a, writing a theme song for Foolish the Podcast. It's a great first project. Yeah, I saw it. You're like Reggie Watts and shit. I'm just like Reggie Watts. You are just like every, everything about you. It's exactly like Reggie Watts. I walk down the street all the time. People say, hey, are you Reggie Watts? And I say, no. That's crazy. You're Chuck. I'm Bill. Welcome to Foolish. Welcome to Foolish the Podcast. Episode 34, David Ortiz's number. Yeah, David Ortiz. Red Sox baseball player. <laughs> oh, sh- should, I do a, should I do a fantasy baseball update? I was actually about... going to say, you, you told me you wanted to watch baseball this year. Mm-hmm. Have you been? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was I've, one of your I've fine watched, things. I know. I've watched... Uh, well, I have watched um, 500% more baseball than I did last year. You watched one baseball game last year? I watched, I watched no games last year. I watched five games this year so far. Um, none of them full. I've never, I haven't watched a game in its entirety. Well, no, that's insane. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. But it's- I am on top of my fantasy baseball team, which is one of those random um, joint and anonymous league teams. Yep. You know? Uh, I'm in first place because there are only wow. four people that are there are only four people still actively playing. <laughs> and everyone else, their entire team is people on the DL and stuff. There are pros and cons to those sort of leagues. There's zero pressure, but it's just complete anarchy and garbage. Yeah, and uh, but it's great for me because I I am learning a little bit more about the game as far as who the players are and who's doing well and that kind of thing. You know names. I know some names. Um, who's your best player? My best player... Oh, that's a good question. I, I had some really nice uh, mid-season signings. I picked up uh, that home run hitter out of L.A. Um, oh, Bella gee. something. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God, I can't Bellancourt? remember. Yes. Bellancourt? Bellancourt. Bellancourt, yes. So I picked him up. He was good for a while. He's petered out. I picked up um, uh, Adrian Beltre. He's been really nice for me since he's coming back. Mm-hmm. My, first, my first pick was Joey Votto because I had a pretty low pick, and I... My strategy was to do this. I just want all the guys to hit the most home runs. <laughs> That's a because, fair strategy. Well, because so, cause I don't know any pitchers. and I, uh, ERA is such a weird, like, they, they judge it by ERA. Mm-hmm. And it's such a stat that can go up and down. So I was like, I'm just going to go with whatever the list that the fantasy guru put together for pitchers. But when <laughs> I look at my, I'm going to focus on home runs. Because that's going to get you uh, RBIs too. And so... And I am leading the league in, in uh, almost all the offensive categories, which is cool. Nice job, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Talking uh, about fantasy is... Terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> there are like a million entire... There are a million podcasts that are devoted to fantasy. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. And they're all bad. Well, it's a podcast now for almost anything. Yeah, sure. Including this one. Yeah. Which is for nothing. 
Which, who knows what this is for? <laughs> I don't nothing. even know what our what, what's our purpose. Uh, That's depressing. All right, let's move on. Yeah, Chuck, let's move on. what's your worst fear? <laughs> <laughs> My worst fear? Uh, being meaningless in life. Wow. Is that it's really achieved. your worst fear? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> It'd be a good one. I have noticed that as I've aged a little bit, I've gotten afraid of more things. Oh, really? You like, would think that would go the opposite way. Yeah, like I'm more afraid of heights now than I used to be. Oh, boy. You know, like I'm not afraid of heights, but I'm like more cognizant of the fact that heights can kill you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like all the, the, the kind of phobias, I don't necessarily have any phobias, but I am more generally weary of stuff in the world than I than I was as a kid. I am petrified of heights. Petrified? I'm not petrified of heights. It's more uh, petrified of falling and being <laughs> completely out of control. Like Okay. So, like, I'm not afraid to go on an airplane. I'm not afraid to sit mm-hmm. on the window seat of an airplane. I'm not afraid yep. to look out the window of an airplane. Yep. Because I feel not in control, but, like, this situation is under control. It's very... Right. It's going to be very rare that something bad happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas How about a roller coaster? Roller coaster, I'm fine after that first hill. Okay. Um, once it starts going all over the place, I'm fine. But when I'm just, like, standing... On, on the edge of a cliff? On the edge of a cliff or near a big railing or something like that. It's yeah. like I don't trust myself to... Sure. I, I get nervous and I feel like I'm, my nervousness is going to force me over. <laughs> we had a work trip to uh, to Phoenix um, for like a little getaway and they had a hot air balloon there. Oh, no thank you. But it was a hot air... So it wasn't a hot air balloon like ride. It was tied to these tethers so it really only went like i don't know 100 feet in the air okay and i was like oh i can do this i just want to say i've been on a hot air balloon i want to see it in Mm -hmm. action i've never seen one really in action before Mm. and i got on and i was thinking like oh the basket's like the basket's up to like my my chest like yeah i'm not gonna fall out of it there's there's no way i'm going to fall out of this Mm -hmm. and i got in the basket and i was like sweet all right here we go i'm gonna be able to do this as soon as we started going up, as soon as I felt the balloon start to get off the ground, I was <laughs> yeah. like, "I was like, oh, I've made a terrible mistake," <laughs> and I just I stopped looking out and I just like huddled in to the no kidding. to the basket. Um, me and a, there was like it was seven people in the basket, yeah, and me and another coworker were just huddled toward the middle, like, "Oh, we've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> like, we gotta wait till this is over." And I took little peaks, and the little peaks were were beautiful. But then I, I don't know why. Right back in. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's I, I. I had a similar, a very similar situation. And this is this is what led me to believe that I become to be, to be more afraid of things because when I was a kid, certainly, I, heights didn't bother me at all. And I was in San Francisco maybe a year ago, and I went to visit a lighthouse, hmm. and it was the prettiest place I've ever been in my life. And we were, there was a series of very high cliffs. And there was a long walking trail that went along the cliffs. Okay. And when you got, and it was right, it was on a very uh, narrow peninsula. And when you got to the tip of the peninsula, maybe 80 feet past the tip of the peninsula was another little uh, island that was equally tall, like 100 feet in the air. And on top of that uh, little, it was like a plateau or a mesa, was the lighthouse. And connecting the two was a footbridge. Oh, no. And it was like, 80 feet long and it was made of steel 
It wasn't like the oh, Indiana it wasn't the Jones. rickety. Okay, it wasn't Indiana Jones alligators. It was like a legitimate. There were lots of wires and cables, and and they they there were people walking all back and forth. It's not gonna fall. Yeah, it's no way it's gonna fall. It was terrifying. I had to go across the bridge and look straight down at my feet and only at the planks beneath my feet. And even that wasn't great because you could see the bet- space between the planks. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, just no. straight ocean. So I was just, the whole time I was like, this is terrible, this is terrible, this is terrible, this is terrible. Yeah, I'd lose but it. But I did it. I'd lose my mind. And I, I, but that would never have affected me. I, I, when I was younger, that wouldn't have affected me. And for whatever reason, it did now. When I was like eight, like before I hit puberty or something like that, you're a kid, you just want to go to the highest place yeah. ever. You'd want to climb trees. You want to climb this thing. Mm. Oh, I could get on top of that roof over there. Oh, it would let me get over there. I don't know what the hell, what the hell happened. But uh, other than the terrifying footbridge, that was the um, it was the prettiest place I've ever been to. It's it's the, I have I've never seen the Grand Canyon, mm. but it made me understand like oh this is what it is like to see something truly majestic. Right. And the name of the lighthouse is the Point Bonita Lighthouse in San Francisco, mm. and I urge everyone to absolutely go to it because it was it was really really wonderful. Right now. I mean, if you're if you're close by it. Okay. You know what you should do? Let me, let pause, me Google pause Maps this, it. Not, not you, but you know what the listeners should do? Ooh, what? Pause this, pause, pause this Fuck episode. themselves? No, that's mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you, Scaramucci? Anytime, anytime someone says go, anytime someone says go, <laughs> that's the immediate thought I have, which is bad. But anyway, go ahead. I'm not Scaramucci. I'm not the most. <laughs> I'm sorry. You'd be Steve Bannon in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm not going to suck my own cock. <laughs> hey, inappropriate. That language is reserved for the White House, goddammit. Listening to John Oliver really quick <laughs> show all the news clips of people trying not to say suck your own cock, like Wonderful. the Mooch said. All of them said the same thing. They were like, oh, trying to do something that's impossible. Oh, this is an impossible. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not impossible. It's just highly improbable. You would need a lot of yoga to do it. I think, I think we spent enough time talking about that. <laughs> I like talking about sex things because it makes you very uncomfortable. It does. Anyway, what I was going to say is listener should pause this episode right now. Purchase yep. tickets to San Francisco. Get, get a hotel. Go there. Google Maps to Casamonita Lighthouse. Drive out there. Go to the parking lot. Download the episode because the, the, the internet connection is not great. Put it back on. Uh, put the episode on. Put your headphones in. And then go walk to the lighthouse and listen to this episode while you're going to the, the Point Bonita Lighthouse. How long did it take you to cross the bridge? Oh, 15 seconds. Do we want to, like, root them on while they're... Uh, yeah, with the, with the, with the standard baseball, uh, here we go, cross the bridge, here we go. Oh. All right, but we're going to do it together now. Ready? Okay. We'll do it three times. Here, here we, we go, go cross, cross the bridge, wait, here no, we go. Well, what? Well, we're we going to do it together at the same time. We may be. I, I'll edit it. We're doing it at the same time. I'll count us in. One, two, three, four. Here, Here we go. go cross cross the, the bridge. bridge. Here we Here go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we the delay's terrible. too long. We're terrible. <laughs> Never mind. No, you know, we can blue moon this. Edit all that out. Do you want to blue moon this? We can, sure. Or you'll edit it together after the fact? Make a separate clip. Okay, so really edit this part out. Okay. And then we'll go back and blue moon it and you'll put us together? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do I'm going to do it. And then you can do it. Okay. And then you can just splice the tracks. Okay. Right? Yes. Here, Here we, we go, go cross, cross the bridge. The bridge. Here, Here we go. go. Here, Here we go, go cross the bridge. Here we go. Ba da 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 da. All right, anyway. 
<laughs> you can do it later. Chuck, it's been 20 minutes, and we haven't gotten to anything that we said we were going to do. Has it been? Yeah. Okay. It's Actually, no, it hasn't minutes. been 20 minutes. It's been 12. It's what been, are we going to do? Um, I'd like to start with a thing we haven't done in a while. What's that? Three. Record, record an episode? just fucking talking uh, chuck chuck knew i was talking he knew i was going to say it he knew i was going to fucking say the title i had started to say the title he just had to fucking jump in with his bullshit (laughs) i'm sorry my deepest and most sincere apologies and actually i thought i thought we were gonna say that till the end but we're gonna start off with it let's do it now he apologizes like nothing happened yeah go ahead all right anyway three fine things three fine things three fine things Hey, if you uh, like guitars because they got them strings, here's some other stuff. It's three fine things. Three fine things. Bill, I have three fine things. Do you have three fine things? Uh, no. Oh, well. No, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you want to start or me? Yeah, I actually have four. I would like to start because I have four fine things. Ooh. And I think there might be some overlap. Overachiever. So, actually, you start and I want to get the the final one so you start okay uh this is a quick one uh mm-hmm. a harmonica why because harmonicas are great they're portable they're pretty easy to play and they sound uh like really no other instrument there's i can't really think of any other instrument that sounds like a harmonica maybe an accordion but yeah, maybe a little bit. The, the, those those things are all correct. I, I disagree on the easy-to-play part. To me, they've always been an impossible labyrinth that I could never figure oh, really? out. Yeah. Hey, you gotta, like, shape your tongue in the right way or put your lip in the right manner to where you're only hitting, like, one of the holes and not eight million at the same time. But okay. It. I never found it that difficult, but it's, uh, I don't know, it's really fun. The only drawback to a harmonica is that there's only so many notes you can play on a harmonica, and sometimes you have to get, like, professionals have, like, eight different harmonicas that have different, like, scales and... Right, they're all they're all in their set key. Yeah. Yeah, so that part sucks, but I just have a basic okay. C harmonica, and it's really fun to have play. You been, have, you, have you been practicing the harmonica? Um, I practiced it a little, so I used to work an overnight shift at a, at a software company, so it was really uh-huh. just me in the office for 12 hours with no right. one else there, and so... There wasn't a whole lot of work to do, so when I was bored, I would uh, play harmonica. I mean, harmonicas are very uh, synonymous culturally with like general loneliness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was perfect. In actually, prison playing a harmonica, or if someone had wandered into that office like a janitor or something, and they just heard. <laughs> but you could do that little riff. Uh, probably. Yeah, I could do yeah, the I national could. anthem. I could do. Uh, wow. Uh, the beginning of the Ants Marching, uh, the beginning of Piano Man. You know, all the just harmonica the, classics, just the beginnings of things. <laughs> um, I, I will go as far as to say harmonicas are fine. That's okay. Um, and that, that actually segues nicely into my first fine thing. Um, my fine thing is not this, but it's a good example of the same kind of sensation you get. There's nothing like seeing a movie in a theater, you know? Right. That's not to say watching a, a a movie at home can't be as good as seeing a movie in a the theater, but going to the theater and experiencing a movie is a very um, singular kind of sensation. And there are some movies where it's like, oh, you got to see this movie in a the theater. 
you got to go see Dunkirk and IMAX. You got to go see Prometheus. And, like there are certain movies where you just got to go see them in the theater. Mm-hmm. I think very similar to that, and almost better. I think the the best way of 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 taking in this kind of media is music. And there's nothing like to me listening to music in a car. Interesting. Music in a I think, car. I think listening to music when you're having a nice good drive and you're kind of going fast on a highway. Yep. And maybe your windows are down, the music's real loud, and you know all the words. I think that's the best way to listen to music. That's the most enjoyable way. Outside of live music, I would say. Listening to a recorded music in a car, volume up, windows down, nice warm day is the, is the best way. And that to me is a, music in the car is a, is a fine thing. So windows down. If it's a nice day, yeah, absolutely, because then you can get your hand out the window. and you But do doesn't the, the wind, the... like, affect your listening of it? Yeah, a little bit, but it's less about that, and it's more about just the enjoyment. And okay. if, the, if, the, if, if, the, if the windows are down, you can get your hand out the window, and you play with, you do the little flowy aerodynamics with your hands I was just going to the ask song, that. and so you're kind of dancing, ah. and it's just wonderful. And uh, so music in car is my fine thing. I like it. I, I, I never do the windows down, though. I almost always do the windows up. Windows up's great too, because then you, you, you the, the, the the sound the fidelity of the sound is better with the windows up. But but you, uh, but the, you do will you, windows down volume up. That's the way you like to listen to music. That's correct. Yep, and that's the old saying. And it's it's <laughs> I don't always do I don't always do windows down. But when I, when it's in the summer, particularly in this kind of climate where summer is short lived. Yeah. You don't often get to drive around, uh, kind of relaxed. With the windows down, warm air coming in, great song on, not worrying about too much. It's just very, uh, it's it's very, uh, it's fun. And so since it's summer, you're listening to like Margaritaville and Cheeseburger in Paradise. Only Jimmy, well, you know, the only thing I listen to is Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Jiminy Buffett? Jiminy Buffett. (laughs) I can tell you're a big fan. (laughs) Jiminy Cricket and Jimmy Buffett had a collaboration called Jiminy Buffett. well, I can name two of his songs. <laughs> okay. The ones I just named? Yep, those are the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I know any others. But anyway. No, I definitely don't. <laughs> Jiminy Buffett. All right. Um, I would agree. I I like that. I like that one a lot. Perfect. What's your second fine thing? Um, now I'm going to turn to a geek for these next two. Um, Uh-oh. Well, maybe not so much for this one. Um, Coinstar is my second one. Interesting. So I, me and Coinstar have had a very tumultuous relationship. <laughs> is that a weird thing to say? Yes, it is. But. No, I'm sure your, your, your explanation will make it much less weird. <laughs> so we went to space together. No, um. Yeah, I'm sure, we're, I'm sure we're going to level off here. <laughs> so we went to dinner. No. So, um, when Coinstar first started. It was really, really great because you just put your change in and it would only take like, I don't know, when it first started, like four cents for every dollar. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to, you know, I, I think everyone knows what Coinstar is, but really quick, you just, you take your change, you put it in this machine, it gives you a receipt, you bring it back to the cashier and they give you dollars for your change. Um, but then over the last in couple grocery, of in, in In grocery stores. In grocery stores, yes. But I think right now it's at like 10.1 cents for every dollar that you a lot. do. So at that point, I was like, fuck Coinstar. You, you suck. You're not, this isn't worth my time. 
But now Coinstar has a thing. This is the most geeky thing I've ever said. Uh, now Coinstar has a thing where they won't take any money out of your change, and instead they'll give you a voucher to put on Amazon. Which for me is fantastic because I love Amazon. Bill, how often are you going to Coinstars? Oh, I I steal change all the time. No, like once every I don't know three months. So you're you're a cash person then? Sometimes, yeah. Because to get to get change, you've got to be uh, dealing in cash. Yep. I don't deal much in cash anymore. It's kind of like inadvertently having a savings account. Okay, and then you just put it into to the Coinstar, and you don't get the ten percent reduction. And I get, you get an Ama- Amazon. You get an Amazon gift card or a voucher or that kind of thing. Yeah, buy myself a little, you know, China set or, uh, you know, China set, a little football or a little, uh, little a China set or a football. Two can- things I'm convinced you don't have. Can opener. <laughs> you might have a can opener. <laughs> <laughs> what is your average um, Coinstar deposit amount every three months? Uh, usually like forty bucks. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's an extra 40 bucks. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, do you ever feel weird walking into a, a stop and shop with a with a bag of quarters? or? I feel weird when I'm like first walking from the parking lot toward it because I'm like, no one's going to rob someone for change, but I don't know. Well, do you use one of those burlap sacks with a big dollar sign on it? No, I have like a, I just have like a little bucket. like A bucket? Not a bucket. It's like a, I don't know, a little... I could grab it right now, but it's like a little jug. It's a jug. It's plastic. <laughs> I don't know what the name of the receptacle is in this case. Does it have a handle, or do you carry no, it by it like, the bottom? No, I carry it by the bottom. Okay. Well, uh, that's fascinating, Bill. That's fascinating. You have nothing to add to it? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't used a Coinstar. I used Coinstars a lot when I was in uh, college and when I was bartending and stuff. Did you ever do um, the things with the, you put the coins in the wrapper things? No, never. Why would I ever do that to myself? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, my bank, uh, TD Bank, which they say is the most convenient bank, and it's kind of okay. They have coin changey machines that are like coin stars, but they just deposit it right to your account. Oh, that's nice. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. But I haven't. I don't accumulate change anymore. I think if I was to, I haven't traded change in in three years, and I think if I were to get all the change I have. It would be seventeen dollars. <laughs> yeah, seventeen dollars you didn't have before. Well, no, I have it now. It's just in coin form. Yeah, and that you're never going to use. It's basically unspendable, right? <laughs> didn't you used to give me your change from things because you never wanted to have it? Nope, wasn't me. Okay, someone did that. I appreciated okay. it. Sure, that was a very generous person. All right, I'll move on past the coins. <laughs> Great. Now it's my turn. Yep. Follow that, Chuck. Um, my second fine thing, it's funny, I have two spots left. And three things. And three things. And I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna go with uh You know, a long time ago on the show we made fun of Gawker a lot. <laughs> yeah. And since Gawker got destroyed, uh I've kind of fallen in love with the Gawker sites. <laughs> Par- particularly particularly Deadspin. I've I've really come around on Deadspin, I like Deadspin a lot. Um, it is great. It's really, really good. And there's, I think maybe Deadspin's most probably clicked on and read thing is a, is a certain series that happens right around this time of year. Yes, it's great. 
and it's written by a guy named Drew McGarry, who is a wonderful, wonderfully vulgar and funny writer. And the name of the series, it's about the NFL, and it's called Why Your Team Sucks. It's fantastic. I look forward to it every year. It's really great. And all he does is every day leading up to football season, every weekday, he just writes 2,000 words on why every team in the league is terrible. Yep. And they're just hilarious hilarious things this is just this is less of a fine thing and more it is a, a if you're a sports fan it's just a reading recommendation <laughs> or if you're a fan of like a weird brash insults that are funny but they probably won't make sense if you're not a sports fan uh it's just i really look forward to it every day every day until uh, the middle of september or the beginning of september mm-hmm. uh, there's just a great column making fun of a terrible sports team <laughs> and even good sports te- like every every nfl franchise is is evil and he just rips them all to shreds, and it's just wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful, and even when they get to the Patriots, oh, it's, it's great. just great. It's it's the whole it's it's awesome, and it's really really one of my favorite things uh, right now. Even when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, he did uh he did a big article like saying, "Fuck them, fuck their fans," blah blah blah. And as a fan, I was I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, it was it's, really it's, funny. It's, it's it's really a good little column because you had sent me I think two days ago. A link that just said, <laughs> "Have you seen a quarterback for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers?" I think it is. That's where I got that it was, from. That's where yeah. I got it from. <laughs> he said, "Have you seen this guy's neck?" And there's this quarterback. <laughs> there's a picture of him where his neck looks like it's ten feet long. Mike Glennon has a gigantic neck. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Drew McCarry just spent like sixty words making fun of this guy in a funny way. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. It was. It's just. Uh, I know it's. I guess you're. you're he's still punching upwards because those guys are rich and they're. You know they. They have huge contracts and they, they're untouchable, pretty much. So it's 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 good. They take they kind of take the piss out of the sports world in a very good way. Yeah, and he's such an over the top asshole about it that you know he's kind of like joking. Oh, he's totally joking. He's it's very much. I think maybe when he started out, he was a little bit bitter about it, but now it's just a way to how creative can I get to insult <laughs> yeah. these uh, franchises? Yeah, my favorite part about that particular series is the the fan. So like he encourages fans of that particular team to send in letters uh enforcing um why their team sucks and some mm-hmm. of them are just so depressing like the jets one just came out as of this recording and the jets uh, no, one the is jets, just magic. the jets one was two the jets one was two days ago today's was the chargers oh okay well the jets one i read was it was magical yeah oh, it was great it was <laughs> cuz especially cuz he starts he goes in reverse order of bad teams to good teams so yeah. it starts out with the really really bad teams and yep. the jets are just the most depressing franchise in the whole sports maybe right now pretty bad and so just to hear hear it from their own fans just saying just fuck this fucking team it's the fuck worst. fireman ed <laughs> and then like when he gets to the patriots it's it's guys like us who are like just fuck this trump bullshit it's the worst we're so close to being a like we could be the ideal everything but it just gets ruined by these dumbasses and Rob Gronkowski doing upside down keg scan stands and Tom Brady hanging out with Trump and Bill Belichick being a jerk to everybody he meets. Yep. It's like it's it's everyone has grievances about their team and they they really air it in a very uh, fun kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes it very fun. Yeah, and especially with sports media, which is so um, you have all these sports journalists too who I who hold all the coaches and players and especially the coaches and owners in this high regard and they're elegant statesmen and they're wonderful people it's like no they're way too serious <laughs> yeah it's it's settled down like the owners are all assholes who uh steal money from their states and taxpayers and yeah and none of these people really need to be your role models like they're not role models they're they're 
they're the guys that throw the ball. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they throw and they run really, really well. They do which... physical thing good. <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 a really fun column, um, and that's that was my second fine thing. Bill, what's your uh, third three fine thing? <laughs> my third three fine thing. It that's is. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'm super nerdy today. Uh, my third fine thing. Tell me if you've heard of this. Have you heard of a raspberry pie? Not the dessert. I, I've seen it a lot on internet stuff, but I don't know what it is. So it is just like this tiny, easy-to-assemble computer, and you can get it for um, a whole bunch of different purposes, and it is um, a little smaller than my cell phone. Okay. Um, and one of the purposes that you can get it, so just a quick backstory, I tried to get that NES Classic. Yes. Um, it's for it's like it's a Nintendo system that has like thirty games on it, and it's made for HD TVs, and it's really good. Um, it's could, basically it's it's the NES Classic is a thing. Nintendo came out with a year ago, and they said with this you'll be able to play all of our old games in high def. But we're only making seventy five of them. I know it was. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, I was like, I want to give you my money. Why will you not let me do it? And because it's Nintendo, and they're terrible at everything. I know. And now they're making a Super NES one, and I feel like the same mm-hmm. thing's going to happen. And I'm so bitter that I said, uh, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm going to get a Raspberry Pi. Because they make Raspberry Pi specifically for retro gaming. Um, so right now I mm-hmm. have it, and it's got all the NES, all the old Nintendo games, all the old Sega games, all the old Atari mm-hmm. games. It's magical. It's where do you Where do you acquire the games from? Sorry, let me uh, say that in the grammatically correct way. From where do you acquire the games? <laughs> uh, there are different websites with things called, uh, they're called ROMs. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, just search ROMs and you'll it'll come up. But the, Is this a legal practice? So they all have a disclaimer on it. It's mm-hmm. legal if you have previously owned the game. Oh, perfect. And you've owned all the games. I own most of them. Yeah, most of the ones that I have. Yes, all of them. Every single one. Yeah. Certainly one that you're playing with it. Yeah, but like, it, it's a chance to go back to childhood to uh, play some of my old so, S- NES games that I liked. So we can we can nerd about uh, nerd out about the specs a little bit. So it's just a little box. Does it have like an HDMI? Like, what does it connect to? It connects to your TV? Yep, it's got an HDMI input. Um, it's, got blu- uh-huh. it's got a Bluetooth connector. It's got... An Ethernet port, and it's very. What's, what do you use? What do you use for a controller? So I actually, uh, so it's got this particular software can connect to almost any Bluetooth controller or any wired controller um, mm-hmm. that uses like USB. So you could use a 360 controller. I'm using actually like a wireless Nintendo Wii controller. Um, okay. That's like a pro controller, but you could use a PS4 remote. You could use all that stuff. Then you're liking it. It's it's great to be able to. It's got, like, um, save states on it, so I could save at any point in the game that I wanted to. And, That's amazing. And, and load it back up. So mm-hmm. it's really fun. It's fun what, to, it's fun uh, to you, go through nostalgia. What are you playing? Uh, I'm playing um, some of the Super Marios, like Super Mario World, playing Metroid. Um, How are you liking Metroid? The first Metroid is really hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're all really hard games. I've never actually <laughs> beaten it, um, but, yeah, it's really hard. Uh, I got Nintendo 64 on there, so I'm playing Star Fox 64 and stuff. Do they like hold that. up? Yeah, yeah, they're no still kidding. really fun. Some of them are still really fun. You do Earthbound? Uh, I'm going to be. Yeah. Are you are, are you nervous? Because I think that's one of your favorite games of all time. 
Uh, are you nervous that it's not going to hold up so much? No, or? I played that game like five years ago, and it still holds up. Okay. All right. Good. That's a good little pick. That's it. I like it. Your hmm. third fine thing. My third fine thing. Um, ah, boy, this is tough. Okay, so what I'm going to go with... Actually, I'm going to throw this out the window. I'm throwing my whole list out the window. I'm going with something else. What? Yeah, because it reminded me of something else, and I like it even more. Um, Kevin James... Oh, no. ...in the past 10 years has gotten ridiculed mercilessly, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, he made that one about the zoo, and he made the, all these terrible movies, Adam Sandler, and he's just terrible mall cop. Paul all Blart, terrible, yeah. Paul Blart, all these terrible, terrible, terrible things. <laughs> Like five weeks ago, I went back and watched Sweat the Small Stuff. It's great. It's a great special. Like, I totally understand why he became famous. It is a fantastic stand-up special. It's it's dated now. It's it's very it's it came in at the tail end of that observational Jerry Seinfeld kind of what's the deal with this kind of stuff? Yeah, and there's part where um, he's talking about like answering machines and stuff. Yeah, but it's it's fucking funny. It's a really, really good special. Um, and it's kind of sad that he doesn't get recognized for having that special where it, it was one of the formative standup specials of that generation, you it, know, yeah, none like of the, very few of those like comedy central ones get hyped up that much. I think, I think that might've been the best one of those comedy central hour long specials. It was pretty good. Like it, pretty good. Yeah. How you, we still do. Ca-ca-ca-ca. Yeah. We still do. Ca-ca-ca-ca. No one knows what I that mean, means. <laughs> I don't even know how you would spell it to even like search it. <laughs> it's he's got some bits in there that are like his. He's he 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 really controlled that stage and he really did a good job with a mixing physical comedy and observational stuff and just he was patient in it. Like his jokes are very spaced out and like the react like it, it's really really good and it holds up a hundred percent. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um. So, it's a shame. It's a shame that he's a disaster now. But <laughs> well, Kevin can wait. Is a classic, uh, classic show. I haven't seen a second of it, but I'm sure. It's... I almost wanted. To, I, I almost started off talking about that. Actually, do you know the Do you know the deal on that? Like the the recent news. They brought back uh, Leah Romini to be the King of Queens lady. So they're going to kill off his wife from season one. Yeah. And do you think I, they're going to do it in a funny way? I, I don't know how. Yeah. I was listening to a show and they were going over ways that it could possibly happen. Like, oh, she chokes on something and he wants to call nine one one, but his hands are too buttery from the popcorn that he can't uh, that he can't dial nine one one. Yeah, it's, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's going to like every like everything that I've seen him do has been terrible, except for that one special, which is really, really, really good. Yeah. So that's that's that was the one I was going to. Uh... I was going to bring up another comedy special for my fine thing, but then I, I remembered I had seen that recently and didn't. What's your favorite joke from that, really quick? From the Kevin James? Yeah. Um, I can say it, one of it, mine it, really quick that I relate to. Yeah, say, yeah you go, go ahead. So one of, my, one of my favorite things is, and, and this, is, this happens to me now because I'm, I'm a guy trying to lose weight and stuff, and he goes, you ever get weight loss advice from someone bigger than you? <laughs> you know what you gotta do yeah not listen to your fatter ass for starters like, <laughs> and I'm like yeah, yeah. That, 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 I could relate to that the the gift card thing is funny that's got a great ending bit with the, the girl flipping over the card mm. uh, the jet ski stuff is great or the water skiing thing is awesome yep 
Like he does really funny physical comedy, uh, like physical comedy things where he does these kind of pantomimes that are really funny, um, which I don't typically go in for, but he does a really good job with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it was a really really good special. All right. Well, check it out if you want to. Um, do we want to check out a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Welcome back to the show. Hope you enjoyed whatever you listened to in between us saying break and now. Probably just the break music. Probably the break music. I hope you enjoyed your life. I hope you took some deep breaths during that break music. They probably just did the fast forward 15 second thing. They might have. (laughs) That's why I always do a different length. I do a different length every time. Oh, smart. What do you have your uh, auto fast forward settings set at? I have it 30 seconds forward and 10 seconds backwards. Yeah, 15 seconds backward. That's the way to do it, because if you skip too much, then you can go back a little bit so you don't get the whole commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. usually, okay. like, uh, if I hear, like, a funny joke or something, I can hit the 10 seconds backwards and start right on there again. Mm-hmm. But if I hear, like, a topic that's kind of boring that I feel like skipping forward, like this one, for instance, I can just press yep. that 30 <laughs> seconds forward and probably get past most of it. All right, Bill, uh... I think it's time that we name another official foolish thing. We do. We we need to tell the world what's up. Yeah, and dare I say this might be our most important. Yeah. Oh, no. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, this is going to go down in the history books. Yeah, people are people are waiting on bated breath. They put up with and, our fine uh, things bullshit for this. Yeah, and but and we thank them for doing so, but now we're going to get to the serious topic. Yep. We're going to dig in. We're going to hit him with the hard punches, and we're going to say, this is the hard news that you've been waiting for. Boom, suck on this. And we're going to name the official grocery store aisle of Foolish the Podcast. <laughs> it sounds so dumb when you actually put it into know, words. I don't, I don't know why this funny bill is a very I'm sorry. topic. Yep. Whoops. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't keep it going. Uh, we're picking the official grocery store aisle, and you asked me a question on break, which I did not answer, and that question was... Do sections. There's a lot of great stuff in grocery mm-hmm. stores that aren't in aisles. Yeah. What do we do I about think, that? I think, and I don't want to give anything. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there's a certain aisle that's not going to make either of our lists. Unless. Sure. And I think the uh, pet food. I don't think anyone's. We're not oh, going yeah, to the no, pet food no, aisles. I'm either. not going to pet Okay. Um, but there is like a different section of the pet food aisle, which is dog toys. Mm-hmm. I think if you were to take dog toys, you're also getting all of pet food. That's not what I mean. Okay, what do you mean? You have to give me a real example. Uh, all right, so like the like the produce section is not an mm-hmm. aisle, but oh no, then then by geography, no. I think it's more. Um, I think we're just gonna have to address these things as they come. Because there's something I would do. probably okay. Never mind. All right. We'll, we'll just have to take them, take them as they come, and we'll address these in a in a in a in a, in a as needed basis. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, but you have the official pick in this draft, so I start. Yes, you do. Right. You know the first one. All right, and I tell you, it it, it took me. This is hard. This um, was actually hard. So I I walked around Stop it, and Shop earlier today and just <laughs> and just took notes. Yeah. Um, so I'm basing I, I, my aisles on stop and job, just so you know. Yeah, I kind of did aisles and also groups. So I'm going to take... 
Oh, it's tough. With my first, with the first pick is the condiments aisle. Ooh, okay. But I, th- I think in condiments you also get spices and oils. Yeah, the the condiments aisle that I that I looked at had like um, like I think you get mustards, barbecue sauces, but you also get like salt and pepper and the spices, and you also get the vegetable oil and the olive oil. Yeah. I think that's all, and you're kind of right. Those might be in different aisles, but those are the same kind of group, you know? Sure. I actually like the so the condiments aisle was on mine as well. It's a great aisle. It's a good aisle. It's a good aisle to learn things, too, like like new things, because the condiments have, like, condiments are one thing. You In one aisle, you could find a bunch of stuff from a bunch of different, like, countries and a bunch of different styles. So mm-hmm. sometimes I look at a sauce, and I'm like, I have no idea what the hell this is. What is this, like, like fish sauce or something like that? I'm like, what is this right. for? You learn a new recipe. Yep, and uh, I, I gotta tell you, I, I love mustards. <laughs> I love the really nice, fancy mustards and the Dijon mustards, which is what I've never known this. Oh, I, I'm a big mustard fan, but also uh, I'm I, I enjoy cooking a lot, and I, so I like getting the nice spices. Okay. And uh, and it's it's not the top of my list, but I think I wanted to be on here. So my first one is the condiments, and and you know ketchup is great, barbecue sauce is great. You need vegetable oil to cook stuff with. You right. know, you gotta you gotta oil your pan. So I'm getting a I'm getting a, a nice utility player there. You know. Yep. So I, that that's that's <laughs> that, that's that's all I got. On the condiments. I like it. What's your What's your favorite condiment? Uh, probably. Mine's, I think probably barbecue sauce. Is, yeah, barbecue sauce is pretty good. Get some sweet baby good. rays or something like that. Yeah, sure. All right, you're up. Let me cross that out. All right, um, so number nine, I'm going to uh, just go with... I, I don't have much to say about this. It's just a very mm-hmm. solid staple. Uh, bread. Bread aisle. You get your bread. You get your English yep. muffins. Yep. Some, bagels. Uh, sometimes bagels, yep. Some, uh, some, some stores make, like, the Italian bread fresh, and they, mm-hmm. they, they put them there. So sometimes you can get it's, some warm Italian bread. So this is kind of a good segue, Bill. Oh. Because do you know what is in the bread aisle? It's also a condiment. Is peanut butter and jelly is in the bread yep, aisle? Yep, usually, yeah. If you look at it in an aisle sense, as as uh, like geographically, geographically, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly are in the bread aisle. Yeah. But if you're looking at it a genre, they're really a condiment. <laughs> you know, this is an argument that could go on for hours. Like you've taken a left tackle that can also play center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which position are they? I don't know. <laughs> it's and you, you do have breads that that's not a it's 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 a it's a perfectly fine pick. The bread aisle, um, not a whole lot to say about it, but you spend a lot of time in it. It's solid. Where do you go in your if you're getting a loaf of bread? What are you going with? Um, so if there's a, like some, I usually go with store brand because they usually have like three for five dollars or something like that. But mm-hmm. um. If I'm making something like fancy, maybe I want some fancy like Italian bread or something. What if you're splurging? If I'm splurging, I get like some, like a loaf of Italian bread, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of do that. I do the, uh, the the Pepperidge Farm whole grain. Oh. Where you get like seeds that so are actually still in the bread. Oh, there we go. Hearty kind of yeah. Yeah. Bread Isle's not a bad pick. Um, I'm gonna go to my next one. I'll tell you what though, Bread Isle didn't make my list. Okay. Uh, and I kind of approached this in a, in a way, and now we can talk about our, our strategy a little bit. A few things didn't make my list that I could get in other places. Like, I didn't go with a bread aisle, because if I really wanted fancy bread, I'll go to a bakery. 
Okay. You know? Sure. Um, however, I wanted really nice condiments. The only place you can really go is the grocery store. I've never really gone to a bakery. Well, you, they're they're fun. They're good places. You can get some nice bread in bakeries. It's it's rare that you I go to like, I places do, for one purpose. Like You and I got to do a bakery trip. Okay, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for a good bakery trip. Um, my next aisle... And this is going to be one of those things, much like the peanut butter and jelly aisle. Um, it's going to be the cereal aisle. But with <sighs> the cereal aisle, I'm also taking the cookies because they're often in the same kind of thing. It's the it's it's you'll have cookies on one side and cereal on the other. And those second tier snacks that go along with cereals are often in that aisle. You motherfucker. You get you get your oatmeals and your Pop-Tarts and every I'm, I think the cereal aisle is that's it's it's like I want the whole thing. I'm taking all of them. And I think it's uh you motherfucker. Did I take your first pick? You did. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was my number 1. I love cereal. <laughs> Have you not heard uh, me talk about Cow Chocula? Shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, That's I didn't fine. mean to do that. It's fine. But this isn't the official bill list. It's the <laughs> yeah, 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 podcast grocery aisle. <laughs> um, it's so. Let's get into it. Bill, tell me why it's your number one. Um, it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. <laughs> well, tell me why you like it though. Because I love cereal. I love Count Chocula. I I, I started a lot of my mornings with cereal, <laughs> and yep. and Pop Tarts. <laughs> okay. And there's so many choices. There's a lot. Walking into a cereal um, aisle and looking for those sales tags is a, a good time for me. It's also one of the most overwhelming aisles of the senses. It's very colorful and bright. Yep. The boxes are big, so the displays can get really crazy. Yep. You know, it's a fun aisle to look through. Mm-hmm. Um, cereal has gotten outrageously expensive. It really has. It's, it's really it's insane, insane how much that stuff costs. I refuse to buy like a $5 box of cereal. <laughs> But that's what they all are. Then you got to get the the fruity O's instead of the fruity loops. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the ones in the bags. Is uh, what's your what's your non since you go count chocula during Halloween season? What's your average cereal go? What, what's your average cereal um, pick? It depends on my mood, but Lucky Charms, uh, peanut butter crunch. <laughs> You're still on those cereals. Yeah. What? Wait. You, you haven't expect graduated me to... To, to Special K or Honey Bunches of Oats? No. Or... <laughs> no. I'm not, not even the special K with the freeze dried strawberries I'm in not it. Fucking dead, Chuck. <laughs> Thirty. Thirty. Okay, so still Lucky Charms. All right, that's fine. I hey, more power to you. Um, I still like. Yeah, never mind. All right, go ahead. Now, do you think it's controversial that I've also uh, 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 sucked in pop tarts and cookies? A little bit. Because I think cookies and cereal aisle. Typically, sometimes it's the same aisle. Sometimes. Not in a mega super huge stop and shop, but in like a Dave's, yeah, like in sure. a smaller grocery, sure. Like because they're they're both stuff that you need milk to go with, and they're like that bready kind of delicious thing. There's there's like seven snack aisles. Yeah, you have I a case. The cereal snack aisle with pop tarts and cookies, and certainly not crackers, and certainly not chips, but cookie cereal, pop tarts, maybe coffee is in there sometimes. That that breakfast pastry aisle. I feel like you're just going to mention every type of food and just uh, here we go. I can't oh, say that... anything. <laughs> no, that's 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 
I'm taking cereal slash cookie. You got your cereal, you got your cheese, you got your meat. <laughs> <laughs> the cereal aisle. <laughs> All right. Oh, you've never you've never had steak flakes? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. No, actually that sounds no. terrible. Steak flakes. Would the mascot be like a bull? No, yep. it would be like a cow. Be a bull. Or it could be a cow with a big spoon in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that actually makes sense because the cow would be the steak and the milk. Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what's Everything your, what's you're next? eating there is cow. Yeah, what's next? It's kind of what's fucked your next up. Aisle? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I hate this aisle, but I love this aisle. Um, the soda slash candy aisle. Oh, God. Yeah, I just had to get it out of the way. Um, it's all garbage. Um, the only thing there that's, like, not garbage is the sparkling water. Um, mm-hmm. And they have, like, those water mixers usually in that aisle as well. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's... When you look down that aisle and see a whole side of an aisle dedicated to soda, it makes you realize that something's wrong with the world. And there's so many yep. different ways to carry soda. You got the two liter, you got the one liter now. Now you got the 20 ounce bottles that come in a six pack. Now you got those 100 calorie cans. Now you got the regular cans. And then in the cans, you got the 12 pack. Yeah. That come in the long rectangular boxes. Yeah. And then you got the 24 pack, yeah. Now, Bill, there was a time when those long rectangular boxes were new. It used to be such a thing that the 12 pack came in a big uh, kind of uh, uh, tall case. Yep. And then maybe 10 years ago, they switched it to the long rectangular ones. Yeah, some genius came up with that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, it's a terrible pick. It's a terrible pick. That's why it's number four. I thought about making yeah. that one number five and just getting it out of the way. But soda's because so good and candy's so good. It's in- it's interesting. I don't know that I, I... Again, this is a weird geography versus a genre thing. I've never seen candy and soda in the same aisle, but they bo- it's really? both sugar. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's the, the, the sugar aisle. It's the <laughs> There's also another sugar aisle, like the baking products, where you can just get bags of sugar. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I no, I don't think I've ever seen like a, a one side is Skittles and Reasons and and uh, uh, I don't know Reese's cups, and the other side is soda. Well, I just saw I it at Stop and Shop today. That's a thing that that's so this the the candies in the soda aisle. I saw it today. Now? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They fit together, so <laughs> I'm okay with it. I. uh I'm sorry to let sorry, you down. Yeah. No, you haven't let me down. It's not number one, so that's fine. I'm glad it's not number one. Good, because um, I'm not sorry. My next pick. Um, see, now that I took your number one, which I didn't know <laughs> was going to happen. It's okay. Like, I think we're getting into the next tier now, the really good stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and boy, I've got four, and all, every single one of them could be number one to me. You could make an argument for all of them. Okay. So with this one, I'm taking dairy. See, this is going to be because dairy doesn't, it's not an so aisle. I'm going to, I'm going to extrapolate that, that back of the store. Uh huh. I want milk. I want eggs and I want butter. Those three things. Yogurt and sometimes cheese. It's cream cheese. Not, I'll get, you give me cream cheese and the packaged cheeses. Right. Because the, the nice cheeses, that's part of the, the deli, which is a different section. Yes. So with the dairy aisle, I want milks, I want eggs, I want butter, and I want the packaged cheeses. 
Okay, I'm in. I'm skipping juices. Yeah, who cares? Because you see orange juice in there sometimes too, but we're skipping right over those. <laughs> but they it's always, just in the they way always, of my cheese or my. They yogurt. always line the back wall with the dairy kind of sectiony thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a great section. Cookie dough is always there too. Cookie oh, uh, Pillsbury Farm croissants are always uh, over there. Uh huh. Like I know that's not dairy, but that's kind of in the same ballpark. Uh, I'll it's like take things it. that are they're they're pure fat basically. <laughs> God, we're gonna die. Like milk is wonderful. She uh, eggs are great. Eggs are used in a million things. It, like you need eggs to make bread and cake and breakfast eggs. It's eggs are <laughs> in everything. So it's also the section that you spend that you're the most attentive in because you have to look at those fucking dates on the milk and you have to look inside the egg things to see if there's any broken ones and you gotta look at the yeah, date on the eggs. It, you, yeah, you need like a, a high awareness rating, high IQ in the dairy aisle. Yeah, you can't just you grab and go. Attention. You also got like the, 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 the higher end milks. You got the heavy cream, uh-huh. you got the half and half, which are just wonderful substances. What's your, I mean, they're, what's they're, your milk of choice? My milk of my milk of choice is is whole. Okay, but I I, I don't get whole milk because I don't want to die when I'm 36. So I go two percent. <laughs> okay, I go two percent. Yeah, I go two percent um, too. The skim milk is the te- uh, the fantastic show Parks and Recreation has a character named Ron Swanson, and one of his best lines is, um, "The only thing I hate worse than lying." Is skim milk, which is water that's lying about being milk. <laughs> that is a great line. Skim milk is garbage. Two percent is still technically milk. Um, and then my, I, I usually get my. I don't skimp on butter. I get the nice butter. I get the good butter. It comes in a brick. It's not even split up. It just comes in a big fat brick. That's the Irish butter. Oh it's yeah, delicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get the I get the nice butter. The dairy aisles it's a place where I don't I don't screw around, and uh, it's a good spot to be. Plus you get the 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 shredded mozzarella cheeses in there. Hmm. Oh you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and cream cheese is there, and cream cheese is wonderful. So that's um. Yeah, it's a good pick. I feel, I feel, I feel good about that pick. Yeah, it was on my list. All right. Uh, so this is number five. This is number five. Okay, so, oh boy. Yeah, it's getting interesting here. Oh, this is this is really tough. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that with that baking aisle. Interesting. Why? Because it's delicious. It's it's Betty. So it's got the baking. It's got so you got your Betty Crocker stuff. You got your your pie stuff. You got the stuff to decorate cakes with. Um, usually, so you may disagree with me on this, but usually there's also spices in there. Uh, yeah, that's that's the same problem we're running into. But yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Um, so there's some spices in there. There's like honey and all that good stuff. Um, there's mm-hmm. flour. There's sugar. So, I got nothing crazy to say about it, but it's it's a uh, bake stuff. It's lovely. Well, you've missed the, 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 not the healthiest part of it, but you got brownie mix. Yeah, brownie mix is amazing. Brownie mix is in there. It's also, it, it's it the tastiest flour. mix. Is brownie mix the tastiest mix before putting it in the cl- oven? Uh, uh, what about cookie dough? Um, would, you count that as, would you count that as a mix? No, yeah. it's not a mix. You got to make cookie dough. Uh, 
the baking aisles, it's, you know, I didn't consider it, but now that I'm thinking about it, flour alone is, is like a, it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a very crucial ingredient to everything. Yep. Flour, you, sugar. You need, you need flour when you're deep frying stuff. You need it when you're baking things. You need flour to make pizza. You need flour to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good pick. It's a, it's, it's kind of boring. Yeah, it is kind of boring. I have three like that I wanted to choose higher than this, but I have a feeling you're yeah. going to choose one of them, so I didn't want to be stuck with nothing and then have to choose that one as number one. Yeah, it's I, it's it's kind this of This is like the one everything... that we've had to strategize the most because we're going to take each other's picks on this a one. A little bit, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because to me there's a solid number one, and I'm not sure that you're going to take it, but... Uh, I might the take it. One is, the baking one's a good pick. Um... But it is boring because half of it is just like bland paper bags of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like not an exciting boxes. aisle to walk through. It's not an exciting aisle, but it is a necessary aisle. So it's a good, it's a good pick. It's an it's exciting aisle pick. when you have an idea and you can go to it. Yeah, but typically, it's, you can skip it on most trips. Yes, because you can also do that thing where it's, if you buy a bag of flour, you have it for a year. Yeah, you're you know? good. Yeah, um, that's right, a fine pick. Now I'm gonna. Okay, I have two picks left. Uh, and there's really okay. I'm gonna take. Um... There might be a controversy here too. I don't think there. That's. Uh, um... You know what I'm gonna do, Bill? Yeah. Because we're really get we're getting into the thick of it now. Yeah. I'm gonna pull a big market tease and take a break. And we're back. It's interesting, Bill, because uh, after the first break, you told me off mic that uh, you don't have much to say about this one. It seemed like I was worried that we're going to go into this draft not, with not much, and it has quickly become our most contested and serious uh, list here. I have a bad feeling about this. Um, with number four, so you're going you're gonna to have two picks left, and I'm only going to have one after this one. I'm going to take the deli. <sighs> Now, with the deli, I'm only taking the cheeses and the prepared meats. Your bolognese, your roast beef slices, your turkey breast, the meat that's been cooked that you can get on sandwich stuff. Your sandwich meats. Uh huh. I'm taking your sandwich meats and I'm taking your good cheeses. I double pluralized both of those because uh, that's how serious this draft is. Okay. Um... Yep. You, you side you side pretty heavily there. Yeah, that was going to be that was a, that was a contender because um, it's also got oh, like these those all... prepared foods in it as well. Those not taking those. What? Where where would that those be are... then? I think that's a prepared food section. Okay, fair enough. Interesting. Are you thinking about taking prepared foods? No, I was thinking of taking deli and that prepared foods were part of that. Section. Like you get like the there's like chicken wings and kind of uh, macaroni and cheese and some lasagna Some, sometimes sometimes yeah thing. yeah yeah um, I mean it's, I'll take that in there I guess it, do you think that's part of that section um, I mean I I can see why it would be because sometimes you got to take a ticket and it's kind of the same counter right um and you know what uh but to me the deli is very specifically the the charcuterie the prepared the, the cured meats 
and the nice cheeses. Hmm. But I think uh, if we have to take this to a commissioner level, what do you think? Are, are the prepared foods part of the deli? Well, you might as well include them because no one's going to take prepared foods just separately. All right, I'll t- I don't even want them, but I'll take them. All right. <laughs> yeah. What I want is the nice cheese and the nice meats. Yes. The, the salami. Absolutely. Your prosciutto. Yep. You know, your, your, your fine mozzarella, your fine cheddar, some gouda, uh-huh. maybe a smoked gouda, like those delicious cheeses. Oh, yeah. It's a great section. It's a, it's, everything is delicious inside of it, except for your, except for American cheese, which is garbage. Except for American cheese, everything in it is wonderful. Uh, it's, it's, it's really a, it's a fun section because you, you can, everything is on display and you, you take your little ticket thing, which that technology hasn't changed since 1960, the little <laughs> arrowhead ticket, you know? That part is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe it. That I, I forget to take it 70% of the time. So I get to the top of the line and like, what number are you? I'm like, I don't have it. like, <sighs> nope, next number. And that's the person behind me in line. Like, oh, fuck you. I'm going next. And I get to the, <laughs> bit to the back of the line. It's fucking ridiculous. I can't believe they because still they, use that. They put the ticket thing at the front of the line. They put it right next to the counter. Mm-hmm. They should put it 20 feet back so you know <laughs> I never remember to take the ticket. But, yeah, so I want all your fine cheeses, like the hard cheeses, like the nice Parmesans and that kind of stuff. And I'll take the prepared foods, and I'll take your, your nice meats, your, your your you know, the, the, the buffalo mozzarellas and the spiced turkey and the, and, the, and the pastrami, all that stuff. That's in the deli section. It's a good pick. <laughs> Today, you're, you were you're worried taking about almost s- all my picks. Um, there are still uh, there are still two amazing like I, my both of my top two are still on the board. Okay, so here's the part. So here's something interesting. So my next pick is going to be uh, the frozen snack aisle. Okay, so this is my this is my quandary. So most frozen food sections have two aisles, one for food, one for snack. Yep. Would you agree with that? Yes, oh, I would. Okay, good. Okay, so in this case, I'm taking frozen snack aisle at number three. Go on. So you got your... Expl- explain what that aisle is. Yeah. So no matter what, I'm, o- I'm going to be in the frozen food section. So uh, the frozen snack section. So whether I uh, want to be a big fatty and go get some ice cream... Or go get mm-hmm. some ice cream cake, or go get mm-hmm. some popsicles, mm-hmm. or or go get some uh, you know push ups or or, mm-hmm. or drumsticks or something like that or mm-hmm. Klondike bars. Mm-hmm. Those are there. What other kind of ice creams are in the frozen food aisle? I can name all of them: uh, Friendlies, um, mm-hmm. uh, Edie's, mm-hmm. Briars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the f- Blue Hippo is that? Is that it? It's Blue Rhino. Blue. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. I was close. <laughs> Didn't even mention Ben and Jerry's or Hot Ben and Jerry's, though. yeah, because I, I try to stay away from Ben and Jerry's because I hate myself every time I eat it. Because um, you eat the whole thing immediately, because that's what I do. Uh, yeah. I buy a $7 carton of ice cream and it's gone in 11 and seconds. And it's like 1,400 calories. <laughs> it's insane. Um, Is that your favorite ice cream? Ben and Jerry's? In the store? No. No, my favorite ice cream is usually just like either... Uh, I'll just get like a like a normal chocolate ice cream half, or, or like a half gallon yeah half gallon of, of uh, either cookie dough or chocolate or something like that you going briars or you're going friendlies or i usually go 80s 80s no kidding yeah 
I like we it. might have to have a whole separate draft on ice cream <laughs> brands because I have a lot of opinions on this and we don't have enough time to talk about it. So one thing that's been missing, so I could go for an hour on this. Ice cream yeah. cake is amazing because mm-hmm. there's those things in the middle, those chocolate crunchy things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is that not in any other thing? Like, all they got to do is put that in some ice cream and yep. and I'm in heaven. Or they, or just sell mm. them separately. And They must. I, I I can't find them anywhere. I don't know. Because they're little, they're little balls. Yeah. They're little little balls of, of they're basically Oreo cookie, but in ball shape. Yeah, and, without and the it's cream. got a different texture and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a great question, Bill, and it's something we could work on together. We could be the next billionaires. We could. But uh, so let's let's we've gotten off track. So, I, think our next, so no, I, I think our next official thing is going to be official ice cream. Maybe um, I think we can almost guarantee that's going to happen. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> because because we made a rule in regards to three fine things where we were like, OK, we're done with food. We're done mentioning like food and drinks because it gets too yeah, crazy. But, this is us making up for all a, of that. Well, ice cream is a separate category. I mean, there's so much to talk about there. Uh, we can't get into it now. Also in the frozen food section, you've got your entrees, I think, is what you're going to go into next. No, 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 no. That's the other aisle. But you said you're taking all of them. No, no, no. I'm taking I'm taking the frozen snack aisle. So it's ice cream, and then for the healthy side, there's the uh, like the frozen blueberries and bananas and all that stuff. And you're leaving that alone? What do you mean? You're not taking... I think it's all together. I think that's one thing. Uh, I... T- <laughs> I can't do that. Um, Why well, you're you're gonna take frozen entrees number one? Is that what you're saying? I guess. What the? You took all my other choices, Chuck. What am I going to there do? There are two amazing choices on the board that it's ridiculous you haven't considered. What are the choices? All right, let's hear. Let's hear your number one. I'll give you my number two. What do you mean? Well, yeah, it's number two. Yeah. My. It's your number. My one. number one's still on the board and. So is my number two. I have two. Both of mine are still on the board, and they're frozen didn't make my top ten. I mean, let's hear your next choice. Butcher! Give me the meat! That's not deli? Give me some steak. Get, no. No, the raw meat, the raw chicken, pork chops, ground beef. Oh, I guess. Give me some salmon steaks, raw salmon. Give me the seafood. I want the whole butcher section. Okay. It's 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 the... I make a beeline as soon as I go into a grocery store. Everything, every other decision I make in a grocery store revolves around what meat did I just buy? <laughs> if I'm making hamburgers, I need to get the right bread. I need to get the right condiments. I need to get the right side. If I'm making chicken, same thing. I get the spices to season the meat. The butcher section, which I'm, which I'm including all the meats, which is your chickens, your porks, your ground beefs, and even kind of your bacons and your hot dogs and... That kind of stuff too. Sure. It's it's way it's 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 the it's the the it's not the focal point of the grocery store, but it's the second closest thing to it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Interesting. And way way higher than frozen frozen whatevers, because then you make it yourself. Because you can buy fried chicken, you can get a hungry man, or you can get yourself some chicken. And you can fry it up after you go to the dairy aisle and the the bread aisle. You know, coat it in egg. Yeah. Get some breadcrumbs on it, throw it in a fryer, and boom. Make some uh, wonderful pulled pork as you made at your Super Bowl party. Right. Bill, did you get that pulled pork in the frozen food section? No. No, you did not. Where'd you get it? The, the meat section. The meat section. That's right. That's right. That's where you got it. It's a great aisle. 
Okay, what's your what's your other top one? I, well, I it's that's not up to me. I, I don't have a. Uh, no, I don't want to choose number one on this one. You're not taking. You're. De- you're I'm deferring. You're, yeah, I don't want it. You don't want it. No, I don't want it. Oh, it's produce. Really? That's your number one? Number one is produce. Wow. Interesting. Absolutely. Okay. Explain. Um, aside that it's the healthiest. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why I, that's like why I spend no time in it. Not even close to... Um, fruit is amazing. A nice ripe strawberry is like the most delicious thing in the world. It's pretty good. But also, mashed potatoes, get out of here. Mashed potatoes are wonderful. And you can't get mashed potatoes without being in the produce section. It's a good catchphrase. Mashed potatoes, get out of here. That sounds like, that sounds like, a, like take my wife, please. It's like. <laughs> the produce section, you can also walk into the produce section. And not that I would do this, but I always think about it. I just want to take a bite of everything immediately. And I technically could. I could just eat an apple and walk around. Yeah, absolutely. Everything is delicious there. You feel good buying produce. You're like, oh, I'm buying vegetables. <laughs> vegetables are great. What kind of vegetables do you buy besides potatoes? Oh, all of them. Uh, all of them? Brussels sprout. Asparagus. My top three vegetables would be like asparagus, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts in some order. Hmm. I go through like a million cloves of garlic a month. Wow. Produce is way high up. You got peppers in produce. You got onions. Okay. You can flavor everything with onions. You make French onion soup. You get your mushrooms from produce. You get carrots. Everything to make a salad. <laughs> I like how you're just naming things in the produce section. <laughs> it's, it's like all of these things. They're wonderful. And they come from the earth. And you feel just like, yeah, it's... it's, it's oh, I love me some produce. They come from the earth. Everything's fresh. Everything's from the like, earth, Chuck. Yeah, but it's not in a box. It's not like in cardboard and then plastic and then... It's not processed. There are lemons in produce. Lemons are great. <laughs> I use lemons in everything. I'm sure you name foods. <laughs> Did this go off the rails? Have I taken... I didn't... So this is like in sports when people explain why, why a team is good and they don't say any reasons. They just name players. <laughs> well, well, well you, you got Tom Brady. You got, you got Malcolm Butler. That's why they're good. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, the, the, the Bulls were good because they had Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was good because he was on the Bulls with Scottie Pippen, and that's why they were good. And the produce section is good because it has broccoli and asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. So that's your official... Uh... Are we doing... So you're going to get the next one then? I suppose, yeah. Yeah, that... Okay. I think... No, you're going to get the next two in the next one. You're going to get the top two in the next one. I don't know about that, but we'll see. We'll discuss it. Well, the next, well, Bill, the next one's going to be ice cream. <laughs> I don't know if the next one's going to be. <laughs> as much as I love ice cream, I actually don't care about brands that much when it comes to ice cream. They're all good. We can do, fla- we can do flavors. I've never had an ice cream and been like, oh, that's terrible. No, never? Unless it's like a flavor I don't like, but like I could have chocolate ice cream from any brand and be like, be fine with it. Yeah, no, I, I can't do that. Really? I, yeah, I have no brand loyalty when it comes to ice cream, except for Carvel because of ice cream cake. That's about it. Yeah, no, with my ice cream, I need more, like, um, I want my ice cream just to be very, just a lot of, like, cocoa beans, cream, egg, milk, sugar. I don't want all the fake stuff. 
See, you're more of a hippie than me. Yeah, man. I spent some time in Vermont, bro, and I got some, like, really good literature on, like, uh, sustainable farming that you should get into, man. (laughs) I don't know. I have no comment for that. Oh, okay. And uh, before we go, because this has been a long podcast, we got to say, you know, uh, we've got a great guest coming up right now. Oh, yeah. His name's Josh. Yep. And Josh. Oh. Oh, Josh. Wait, it's been too long, I think. Yeah, I think we ran out of time. Josh, we'll have you on next week. Yeah, Josh, just hang on. Just wait yeah, Josh, hold on. We'll have you on next week. Right. Good night, everybody.